0: Hi, and welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. This podcast is all about how we can learn, grow, and strengthen from the challenges that everybody faces in life, valuing them as part of what makes us who we are and equips us for our future success. Right now, let's get into the content. Hi, it's Toby Hazelwood here, and today I'm going to be talking with you about expectations. Um, It's going to be my perspective on all things related to expectations and it's prompted by a recent article I wrote uh, entitled something along the lines of Expectations, a source of hope or the root of all disappointments. I guess what I'm trying to get at um, in this this particular piece is to try and get you to think about um, the role of expectations in your life and how uh, they can play a big part in both bringing forth uh, successes in our lives, so helping us to weather through uh, times of challenge and times of difficulty, or help us to press on when we're working through a difficult project, but also how expectations can kind of bring about the worst in our lives. So it's that kind of idea that if we we go into something with expectations that it's gonna be challenging and disappointing and unpleasant and difficult, then chances are, you know, those expectations are going to bring to bear the exact results that we were expecting. But the real challenge, and I think this is a bit, a bit of a balancing act that has to be placed uh, and played by everyone when they're working with expectations and thinking about their expectations, is in terms of how to manage keeping your expectations at the right level, so that you don't get completely lost in the process of of daydreaming and thinking about what's going to happen and imagining what's going to happen to the extent that it either ruins the experience of what's forthcoming, um, because your expectations for it were simply too high, or, alternatively, that you kind of destroy your chances of success and, and of getting through a difficult period and of succeeding with a project before you've even started because your expectations were too low. I believe there is a kind of sweet spot in the middle. So <clears throat> I think it's really important to, to kind of acknowledge that um, expectations at a basic level are pretty instrumental in shaping what we get in life and, and the kind of experience that we have in life. So you know it, it's no surprise really that that people who who kind of typically seem to be labelled with a kind of sunny disposition or someone people who are optimistic, who are always kind of expecting things to work out for them, somehow seem to manifest that in their lives. They somehow seem to to kind of bring about the results that they kind of orient themselves to and the the, the Results that appear in their lives tend to be the the things that they expected because I think it's no it's no real shock here that if your if your outward demeanor is of someone who's depressed and low and low energy, then chances are your expectations are going to be low and consequently the actions that you take and the things you're able to persuade yourself to do are also going to be correspondingly lowly. You know you're not going to be pushing yourself to do great things and extend yourself out of your comfort zone, but so, but rather you're going to be kind of you know, expecting the worst, expecting that things are going to be difficult and challenging, and therefore probably very unlikely to actually take significant action. And I, I think the same thing can be be the case if if people tend to to kind of expect that they're, they're going to be victim to something, or that they're going to be victim to circumstances, or that they're they're not going to be given the opportunities and the fair chances that everyone else gets. Chances are that that's going to shape um, the way in which they act. You know, it's going to kind of enforce for them or encourage them to to kind of reinforce all the negatives and all the negative expectations they have about a situation and consequently you know it's going to kind of more or less become a self-fulfilling prophecy you know in any scenario they're more likely to be looking at the situation and the things that have happened and the the events that are unfolding around them and think well you know actually this is typical for me you know I am a victim I do suffer from these things I don't I never get a break I never get luck on my side and consequently you know that too becomes a fulfilling self-fulfilling prophecy but on the flip side of these things, if we're someone who is ten- who tends to be optimistic and has a lot of energy, then we're going to be looking for the opportunity to try and apply that energy and bring about the uh, the results that we want to to be able to receive and the things that we expect to receive. And I guess what this all highlights for me is it's it's in just the same way it's it's exactly the same situation, if you like. As to the management of any other emotion or feeling that we have, or the management of any other kind of thought process that we have, is that our expectations do shape our results and, and it's just as difficult for us to actually manage those expectations in, in the process of, of working our way through life, whether that's working through a project and working through something we're working towards. Or weathering a process of, of hardship, you know, if we're going through a breakup of a relationship, are my typical examples. The breakup of a relationship, building a business, or trying to kind of pursue a process of of health and and exercise, you know, in any of in any of those scenarios, our expectations of how those things are going to be tend to influence and inform the way that those experiences unfold for us. And I, I kind of. I suppose felt vindicated in this approach and in this in this kind of thought process when I encountered uh, one of Tony Robbins' most uh, well-known um, models, if you like, the ultimate success formula. And and the way that Tony Robbins describes this, Tony Robbins, the personal development guru, describes this as a sort of four-stage cycle. So you know when we, when it comes to any situation in life, whether that's something we're trying to achieve or whether it's something we're trying to get through we have some idea of potential you know we have some idea of what is likely to happen for us and you know it may be that our optimism is high therefore our potential is high you know we believe that we're going to achieve great things out of a process we believe we're going to get through a difficulty we believe we're going to overcome we're going to get stronger we're going to learn and we're going to grow and if our potential is high then it tends to lead to our expectations also being high you know our beliefs about what are going to ha- what's going to happen are also correspondingly high and what then happens and what follows on from the expectations and belief side of things is the action that we take. And the action that we take, if we think that things are going to be brilliant, we think that things are going to work out and we're going to get the results we desire, we're going to, even if we're a re- in a really challenging process, we're going to actually overcome it and we're going to come out of the other side better, stronger. Then we're going to throw ourselves into it with, with a great de- a high degree of action. We're going to take more action and we're going to be more proactive. And when you get to the final stage in the in the, the four stage process, in terms of our results, the results that we achieve if we've gone through that high energy state where we we believe we're gonna get great things as a result of our actions, so we take positive actions. And generally speaking, if you take big actions, you're gonna get big results. And what then happens is we go back to the, the start of the cycle, and that, that process has kind of reinforced for us that our potential was high, and therefore, you know, it, it's gonna, the results that we achieved as a result of that process have kind of reinforced for us the reasons why our potential is high and therefore our potential gets even higher and what that correspondingly does is then feeds back through the cycle again so our expectations of results become higher as well and then the actions that we take are, are greater and of more significant magnitude and consequently the results we achieve at that stage of the process are also greater and so it continues but just as that holds true for um, positives and for having high expectations and high belief in terms of your potential if you feel the opposite way, if you feel negatively, if you feel like your potential is limited, so if you're going through the divorce, for example, you think that this is the end of the world as you know it, you know, your relationship's over and therefore every aspect of your life is over, your career's over, your relationship with your kids is gonna fall by the wayside, and all those kinds of negative projections that you put onto the situation are gonna come true, then naturally, your feeling around your potential in that scenario is also gonna be low you don't feel like you're going to actually be able to go on in life you don't feel like you're going to have to be able to lead a happy and fulfilled and you know rewarding life and consequently your expectations the next stage in the process your beliefs and your expectations about what's going to happen are also correspondingly low you know chances are you're going to be expecting that things are going to fall apart at work you're going to find yourself expecting that you're going to take little interest in your health and well-being and so you know that's going to slide you expect that life's just going to become more difficult, you're going to feel like you're short of money and that you're never going to be able to find a new relationship and consequently with all those things being the beliefs and expectations you have in your mind, the actions that you're then going to be able to feel like you can throw yourself into or into and the things that you're going to actually be able to do in life, you're not going to feel like you have a great degree of energy for life and you're not going to feel like you're going to actually take want to take significant actions. Instead, you're rather gonna feel like you're a bit of a, you know, you're victim to your circumstances. You're, you're just going to have to deal with whatever life throws at you. And again, chances are that as a result of that process, as a result of not applying yourself with, with diligence to, to kind of taking positive actions because you don't feel like it, the results you achieve are also going to be low. And so that's then gonna feed back into the start of the cycle. And correspondingly, your potential again is gonna probably slip down a notch or two because actually you've proved yourself right. You feel like you know you you had little chance of making it. You feel like you had little chance of getting through this difficult phase, and consequently, by taking little action, you've actually proven yourself right. So, in either case, the expectations that we have can influence significantly the actions that we take and the results we achieve. So, the danger comes though, and I think we hopefully now you can see there is this kind of sweet spot where you know if your expectations are just held at the right level, then. You know you can maintain your optimism you can maintain your energy and your focus and your diligence and your self-belief that things are going to work out and you kind of support yourself in in taking positive actions but similarly you're, you're you're kind of not get letting them get too high to the extent where you know you set out with a new business venture and you kind of think wow this is brilliant this is going to make me a millionaire within six months and all of a sudden you know you go out there and yes your business venture actually might be might be successful to an extent by a common definition you know, you may start to make sales, you may start to win over um, dedicated customers who love your product or love your service, but because your expectations were so high, you know, and unrealistically so, chances are things aren't going to measure up to your, your expectations and consequently you're gonna feel disappointed. And what happens there is because your expectations have kind of slipped out of the, uh, the kind of sweet spot, out of that perfect level where they're not too unrealistic, but they're not too, you know, pessimistic either, if you go too high with your expectations and your expectations are too great, then you know, chances are nothing you achieve is going to measure up and consequently you're going to feel bad as a result. An example I like to think of this in terms of my own life is um, my kind of feelings as a kid about Christmas. Um, I always used to, and I still do love Christmas as a time of year, I love the idea of getting together with family and as a kid I was quite seduced by the idea of you know, getting new toys and presents and things like that as any kid is. But my expectations for Christmas and my kind of daydreaming about Christmas, probably all through the run up to Christmas, through December, maybe even a bit earlier, meant that by the time Christmas itself actually arrived, I was so hyped up. And so my expectations of how good it was going to be were so unrealistic that, you know, on many occasions I can look back and think, you know, actually, I felt a little bit disappointed. I felt a little bit let down, you know, I felt like Christmas itself was a bit of a letdown. And actually, some of that's still true today. You know, as an adult, I still can't help but love the run-up to Christmas. And you know, we celebrate in different ways as adults than we did as kids, perhaps. But um, my expectations can run away with me. And the challenge then is really about the event itself is always going to struggle to live up to your expectations if all you've done is built them up and built them up to an extent where they're absolutely unachievable. And and it's it's kind of. It's the case in in regards to, to either things, you know, difficulties are always going to seem harder and more challenging than they might be if you expect the worst, if you expect things that were actually, you know, terrible, then chances are, even if something doesn't quite go to plan and things are bad, you know, you're going to see them as far worse than they actually are just because you're expecting the worst. But the same is if, you're, if your expectations are so high and you're expecting such great things that nothing that happens is ever going to measure up to them, so consequently, you're always going to feel disappointed and deflated anyway. So, by straying outside of that sweet spot with, with your expectations either too high or too low, you are going to impact on your, your overall experience of life. And I guess it's in what it simply boils down to if we think something's going to be a disaster or we think it's going to be. You know amazing a runaway success the best thing ever chances are in either instance we're going to be right one way or another because we're going to prove ourselves we're going to prove ourselves right through having followed our expectations you know we either think that something's going to be an amazing success and it won't live up to those expectations or we think it's going to be a a catastrophe and it will be because regardless of whether it was actually slightly positive we've still felt disappointed because it didn't measure up to what we really expected I'm getting kind of lost in the analogy there, but hopefully you can see what I mean. I guess what all of this points me to is, in terms of achieving that sweet spot, there is this kind of overriding means by which we can try and manage our thoughts, and I guess that's the key takeaway from this, for me, is that we need to always be present and focused on our reality now, but doing it with a kind of optimistic slant, you know, and it is is—it is easy to say, you know, you should be optimistic, you should be a glass is half full person versus a glass, glass is half empty person. And that's often a lot easier to say than to, to actually do or to achieve. But, you know, realistically, we do need to be focused on the here and now without worrying too much about what's forthcoming, because if we can actually feel a sense of optimism and purpose and potential and enthusiasm about the moment then chances are our expectations for what we're going to be able to achieve in that motion in that moment are going to come true because we're freeing ourselves to actually take action you know we're looking at what where we are now what we realistically can expect in the short to medium term and then throwing ourselves into action to achieve those things without getting too caught up on how amazing or how desolate the future's going to be. Instead, we're just focused on the next thing. We're focused on the next step, the next action, the next business plan, the next stage of going through a divorce, the next six weeks of workouts, the next six months of you know, forming healthy eating patterns and the next six months of being in a healthy, loving relationship and taking care of those we care about and, and taking care of ourselves as well without thinking too much down the line of thinking, will I be happy? Will I have a happy marriage? Will I have a successful career? Will I be rich? Will I be poor, you know? We can get far too wrapped up in looking to the future and that kind of process is interlinked with shaping our expectations. The final point I wanted to mention before I sign off from this one is that, I think one of the key things is that there's two key lessons in life. Some things are never as good as you think they're going to be. But the other other lesson is things are never as bad as you think they're going to be either. You know, there is that sweet spot, you know, things generally do follow along a trail and a path. The things that we do and the actions we take today shape what we get tomorrow. And it's not such a radical process of thinking the future's going to be amazing or the future's going to be desolate because life is a sort of day-by-day, step-by-step process of lots of moments. And our expectations of what the future may look like are all well and good. You know, we, we, we don't know what's gonna happen, but realistically, our future is going to be shaped by what we do today. So what we should really be focusing on is not worrying about whether the future is going to be amazing or whether the future is going to be desolate, but just doing the best we can today and knowing that if we make the right decisions today and we have a reasonable expectation that we're gonna get the rewards for those actions that we've taken tomorrow, then we're gonna be setting ourselves on the path to achieving great things. So that's everything I wanted to say about expectations. I'll share a link to the um, article I wrote on this topic in case you're interested to read more. Um, I hope you followed my thinking. I hope you find it useful. And if you have any comments, I'd be glad for you to reach out to me. Uh, My contact details will be below this. In the meantime, I hope you're thriving and not just surviving. And I look forward to speaking next time. Take care. Bye-bye. This has been the Kintsugi Life Podcast. From Toby Hazelwood. I hope you've enjoyed it and found it useful, and I'd welcome feedback or contact from you to let me know your thoughts. You can reach out on toby at kintsugilife.co. Thank you.